Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Psalms chapter 81. Yes. Psalms chapter 81 tonight. Uh, The more we stay on some things that the Holy Ghost is emphasizing, it's because there's more revelation he has for us. Uh, Right now, especially in the last year or two, we've seen, you know, the royal family in the news a lot. And you've seen the marriages happening and you see the queen with her, you know, different celebrations of how long she has served. And different ones, they show those that are in line for the throne, you know. But even though uh, the throne really belongs to them, their authority doesn't go into effect until the coronation. Divine revelation that God gives is, I could say this, your divine coronation. That when you come into revelation, now the authority that's been yours all along starts working. Amen. And so when the Holy Ghost has us to keep digging along a certain line, it's because he wants us to come into the light of that because light light dispels darkness. And the devil would love to keep us in the dark because darkness is ignorance. The word says my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. The devil can't destroy us, but ignorance will devastate. That's right. Amen. The devil is counting on ignorance to work his plan. So that's why we keep digging at the word and letting the Holy Ghost bring us into revelation and into the light of some things. Because it's going to, we no longer, uh, we're no longer going to occupy the seat of the ignorant. But we come into revelation and we learn the authority that is ours, the authority that has belonged to us all along and how to become skillful with that authority. And uh, so turn with me. Are you there in Psalms chapter 81? And in verse 10 and verse 11, we're going to read. And it says this, I am the Lord thy God. And I like this next phrase, which brought thee out. Which brought thee out, brought thee out, brought thee out. When he says he brought them out, they were out. It doesn't matter what they felt like, what they thought about it. When God brings you out, you are out. So it says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. And the land of Egypt for us today is a type of the world. Now that you're out. See, if it stops right there, we're out. Right? Now that we're out, now we have the next instruction. Somebody who's out Uh has a work to do. And the next work is is shown us when it says now that you're out, open thy mouth wide. It's not enough to be out. Your mouth has to start doing its work. What is the work of our mouth? Open your mouth wide. That's talking about open your mouth and saying large things. Don't speak with the small mouth that that when you were bound, put you in. Bondage. 
confusion and, and, and being bound by things, it constricts what you say. But now that you're out, get your mouth open big because, because you're out, what you say works. Amen. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide. So when it says open your mouth wide, it's talking about a twofold thing here. Open your mouth to say large things. God is asking us, inviting us and instructing us, ask large. And then also when it says open your mouth wide, it would also involve open your mouth saying the same thing consistently over and over and over. It's not just saying it once, you have to open your mouth wide. And it is so easy to, to start talking like you were raised. I'm talking about before, if you weren't born again and your family was not walking in the light or before your mind became renewed, it is so easy to slip back into talking the way you used to talk when you weren't out. And he's talking to people who have been in slavery for 400 years. And you know, when you're in slavery, you're not opening your mouth to ask of anything because nothing is yours. Nothing belongs to you. You, are, you don't even belong to yourself. And so when you don't belong to yourself and your words don't even mean anything, I'm talking about in this realm, then it, it's very, it's very, uh, it's very easy to fall into the trap that once you're out to keep talking and thinking like you did before. But open your mouth wide, speak large things. It doesn't say figure it out. It doesn't say calculate it. It just says open your mouth, open your mouth. The bigness that God has for your life begins with your open mouth. Amen. Too many times people think if I had more money, it would happen. A wide open mouth gets the money there. It's not about how much money you have as to how wide you open your mouth. If you will open your mouth wide, all you need shall come. All you need, it shall come. And it's based on what you're doing with your mouth. So notice this, now that they were out, they had a job. Now notice this, God's part was bring us out. Our part is open our mouth wide. And notice he didn't just say open your mouth. He didn't just say, he said open it wide. Ask large. Speak large. Amen. Because we have all spent enough time speaking based on what we had in our checkbooks. But let's start, that's not speaking large. Open your mouth wide. Now, his part was bring us out. Our part is open our mouth wide. Then it goes back to his part. And the next part, and I will feel it. You can't 
feel it, all you can do is open your mouth wide. He does not ask you to feel it. He does not ask you to go out and figure out a way and calculate a way to get into all the things that you're talking big about. He just asks you to open your mouth and he will meet the wide open mouth. And he will meet it with fullness. How much fullness you have depends on how wide you open your mouth. You talk small, he can only fill it to the measure you open it to. You talk large. And let me tell you this, Dad Hagen used to say to us, you can school yourself into faith. He said, if you're having trouble believing something, he said, start saying it. Start saying it. Amen. Because your saying won't work until you believe it. But in the process of helping your believing, start talking it. And God, notice this. He said, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. He does not, too many times people are opening their mouth wide to worry. Opening their mouth wide to fear. Opening their mouth wide to doubt, opening their mouth wide to their circumstances. But he can only feel when you speak big about him. He says he'll feel it. So now we saw God's part, our part, God's part, but here's another one of our part. Verse 11, but my people would not hearken or listen to my voice. So what's our part? Listen, be teachable. When the word talks about someone listening, it's talking about being teachable. You don't know it all. I don't know it all. There's more for us. Our part, God's part is he brought us out. Our part is talk big. Talk big about what we're in now. Now, you say, but this is Old Testament. Uh-huh. And we have a better covenant. So what is ours is better than this. What is ours is better than this. mighty good. What is for us is better. (laughs) Because God brought them out of Egypt. But you know what Colossians 1 tells us? He has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and translated us into, into, into the kingdom of his dear son. Anything that's of darkness is none of yours. Doesn't belong to you, doesn't fit you. That's right. Doesn't fit you. Not being able to pay your bills does not fit you. That's why people are so unsettled and doesn't fit you. That's not your future. That's not your present. That's not what God brought you out of. He brought us, he delivered us from the kingdom of darkness. Can I tell you this right now? You don't have to get delivered. You are delivered. You are delivered. The devil would love for you to think you got to get this. 
You don't gotta get this. It's already been, you've already been translated out of. If you will start opening your mouth wide to say, I'm delivered now. I'm delivered now. I'm delivered now. I'm delivered now. I'm already delivered from the kingdom of darkness. You say, what is the kingdom of darkness? Anything Satan hatched. Anything his kingdom participates in, it has no authority over you. But if you think I'm, well, I'm still under some kind of a curse. No, you're not. No, you're not. You say, well, I've seen the devil work and you know, he worked this way in my grandfather and he worked that way in my father. He worked that way in my brothers. That's not because you're under a curse. That's because the devil works in patterns. Those who are unsaved are under a curse, but Christ has redeemed us from the curse. I'm not under a curse trying to get a curse off of me. I'm not, I'm not in depression trying to get out. Listen, you are delivered, but open your mouth wide to that because what you're delivered out of will not go into effect until you put your mouth to it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out of lack. I'm out of torment. I'm out of fear. I'm out of symptoms. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. And the bolder you say it, it's because the bigger the revelation is. I tell you what, this last day revival is going to call for people who know how, how big to open their mouth. Because it's not about God's power. We're trying to get God's power. He's trying to get us to get our mouths big enough so his power can do. Because a constricted mouth limits him. We don't receive from God based on what he can do. We receive from God based on what we believe. And too many times people will say, well, God loves me. He won't let me fail. Not if you don't open your mouth. He can't help you if you won't open your mouth and say what his word says. Well, my wife, you know, she does all the praying. My wife, she goes to church. You know, that's not, <laughs> it's not what it says. Open your mouth, oh, your mouth. The pastor can't open their mouth in your behalf. No minister can open their mouth in your behalf. You have, to, you have to open your own mouth. In fact, every one of us are living what our mouth is saying. If you don't like what you're living, change what your mouth is saying. Because God says he will fill the mouth that is open wide. With, with what truth? When he says open your mouth wide, well, what's the verse say? It says previously, I'm the Lord thy God. I brought thee out. Open your mouth wide to that. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out of symptoms. I'm out of lack. I'm out of depression. I'm out of fear. I'm out. I'm out. Well, I don't feel like it. That's because you haven't got it in your mouth yet. Amen. It's not about trying to get out. We're out. He delivered us. I am delivered. I 
have been translated. I don't have to earn anything. We don't read our Bibles to earn it. It already is ours. We read our Bibles to find out what is already ours. We don't pray a certain amount of time to get this. We are already delivered, already translated into. But as we pray, it becomes real to us and we get greater understanding and revelation of what is already ours. It doesn't give us, it doesn't give us more of it. It's already ours. And he did not even leave it to us to journey out through our prayer life or study or study life. He said, you know what? I just translated you. Why? You think Enoch is the only one translated? The whole body of Christ has been translated. Why? Then he makes sure that you arrive at the right place. What's the right place? The kingdom of his dear son. Everything that kingdom holds, God brought me out because he had something great to bring me into. You're already in his kingdom. Everything that is, is out of the household of faith, everything that is out of God's household, it's already yours. What's it waiting for? Your mouth to show up. Your words to start saying things. Not just saying it once. But a lifestyle of saying, a lifestyle. How long do I have to say it? How long do you want it? It's the way we talk. We live by faith. We don't just have moments of faith. It is our lifestyle. We don't just have moments of speaking big. It is our lifestyle to open our mouth wide. Amen. God lets you determine the wideness. Praise the Lord. And once you've received something wonderful from God, that's not the end. Get, get your mouth wide open on something else now. Get on the next thing. You should always have a big faith project in your family, in your church, in your life. Sometimes so many congregations will say, oh, we just finally got to the end of a building program. Then you should have already had something else started when you saw the end coming of that one. The worst thing you can do is lose the momentum of faith. The worst thing. When Ed went home to be with the Lord, that's what I told our family and our congregation. We will not lose the momentum of faith. Because it's very difficult to get it back going once, it, once you lose that. Amen. Do your faith a favor and always have a big project. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, I was reading today in Luke chapter 15 when it talks about the prodigal son. And you know how the father ran and met him yes. when he came back home. The father had compassion, ran and met him. And God just put things on him that he didn't even ask for. In fact, he says, I'm not even worthy of those things. I don't even ask you for what a son has. And God put it on him. Do not wait for God to put it on you. That's what a wayward son needs. A wayward son, their conscience, they're, 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 they're under a sense of condemnation. And so they don't, they're not bold. 
to come back to the Father's house and lay hold of some things. And so because their, his faith was injured of what his rapport and his relationship was like with his father, the father had to put it on him. That is the position of spiritual babyhood. Don't wait for God to give you your money. Don't wait for God to dump your healing on you. Open your mouth wide and take, take the position. Take the position that belonged to the elder son. The elder son. What about him? Now, he wasn't right in his heart because he wasn't pleased when he saw someone he thought shouldn't be blessed get blessed. And he went to his father and he says, I've never left you. The one who left you, you took the wheat fattened calf. Now see, my dad had cattle. I know what the wheat fattened one was like. He wasn't like the one, I mean, they don't let him do all the walking around. They want him fat and juicy. And he said, you didn't just take any old cow. You took the one that's the prize and you gave it to someone who was riotous in their living, shamed the family name. He says, I never did that. I never left you. I stayed here. I was, I was faithful. And I loved something that the Amplified said that the father said to him, all that is mine is yours. Think about those words. All that, in other words, all this was available to you all along, but you were waiting for me to put it on you. And because of that, you did without. God is waiting for us. Open your mouth wide. Don't wait for God to pull you out of that situation. Don't wait for God to dump healing power on you. Say it with your mouth. All that is his is yours. It's mine. what the word says the amplified all that is mine is yours that's the kingdom we've been we've been translated into what 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 would it be like to go to bed tonight and lay there falling off to sleep father all that is yours is mine all that is yours not trying not trying but it's so real that you open your mouth big to that and then he can do it. He can feel it. Because he can't feel what's not open. Not just open your heart, open your mouth. Because faith has to be in two places, in your heart and in your mouth. Well, I believe God, but it's not enough to believe without saying something. Demons also believe and tremble. Just believing something is demon faith. That's demon level faith. They believe. But God kind of faith says something. It believes something in the heart, then it says something. Amen. Amen. And this is what Psalms 81, this was under the old covenant. He was telling him, your mouth will bring you into fullness. Because you're giving me something to fill up when you open it wide. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How about in the morning you wake up, Father, all that is yours is mine. How about you sit down to pay your bills and say, Father, all that is yours is mine. You say, well, I'd said that yesterday. Give God's power time to change a mouth that has not been opened. Amen. 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 
Amen. It's not just opening it once on payday or on the time you pay your bills. It's a lifestyle. Faith is the way we live. It's the way we live. Amen. Matthew 8, 17, I'll just quote it to you. It says this. We know this verse because of the wonderful healing truth that's in it. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by, the, by Isaiah the prophet saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And one day I was quoting the second half of that, that himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. See, you don't have to try. I just have, I have to open my mouth wide to that. Yes. And one day the Holy Ghost said, look at the first part of that verse, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken. If healing isn't fulfilled in your life, it's because you're not speaking it. If prosperity isn't fulfilled, it's because you're not speaking it. If freedom from depression isn't fulfilled, it's because you're not speaking it. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken. That which is spoken is what's fulfilled. The unspoken goes unfulfilled. If you can just get people to open their mouth to the right thing. Praise the Lord. The more you speak it, the sooner it's fulfilled. God said this to me years ago. He said, the more you say it, the more you have it. The less you say it, the less you have it. We are the ones who measure the having. It belongs to us, but we have to move into what is already ours. The Bible says in Romans chapter four and verse 17, it starts talking about Abraham when God says, I have made thee the father of many nations. Then it said that Abraham believed according to what was spoken so that he might become. God made him the father of many nations without a child, but he, it was his job to become that in experience. So how did he become that? He believed according to what was spoken. Just as a child can be born with a sports ability or music ability, they're born with that in them. But it's their job to become that musician. It's their job to become that sportsman, that electrician, that carpenter. Why? By applying their effort. What do you have to do? It's, it's called becoming skillful with that. We have to become skillful with the word. As we become skillful with the word, we become who he's already made us to be. And you can't leave out the part of the mouth. The role of the mouth is part of you becoming what he made you to already be. He made you free from the kingdom of darkness. He translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. Now become that. How do you become it? Open your mouth. All that is his is mine. I am redeemed. I am delivered. I'm not trying to get rid of something. I'm already translated into that which has defeated that which tries to travel behind me. Listen, when God, when God delivered his people out of Egypt, they turned around, they were out, but a mean, mad enemy Egypt army was behind them. Just because they could see them doesn't mean they were back in Egypt. Just because you can see the symptoms, see financial difficulty does not mean you're back. You are delivered. You are delivered. I said you are delivered. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Colossians tells us that Jesus spoiled, defeated, and stripped Satan in his total conquest and victory over him. The timeless truths in this book answer it, reveal how to answer every opposition and the steps to take to exit times of testings. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.